Okay, welcome back to the Success Money Marriage Podcast. I'm Steve Siebold. And I'm Dawn Siebold. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about exploring shared values. And here's what I mean exactly. Look at, examine, identify what your value system really is. I, I think this is something we ought to learn in school. We don't really learn in school, not even college, you know. Like, what do you value? What are your value systems? So what, what, are, what are the things you value most? What is your, your the, the structure or your value system? First of all, I'll give you an example um, of mine. I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very uh, committed to telling the truth. I like telling the truth. I think there's a ring truth has to it. Um, you know, as a speaker, <laughs> as a writer, I like to hit it hard. I like to tell the truth. You know, my version of it, I suppose, I, I guess you could say it that way subjectively, but um, I don't like to mince words. I like to hit it direct. Um, I value that because I like when speakers do that with me and I like when, and even if I'm offended, mm -hmm. I want to know that's just one of my values as an example. Okay. I value loyalty as well. You know, loyalty in people, loyalty in products, those kinds of things. Uh, that would be an example of, the, of mine. How about how about yours? Yeah, I think you know, obviously, telling the truth, um, being honest. There's a lot of levels of that, right? So being honest with your relationship um, and being honest with yourself. You know, I think a lot of times people think, oh, yeah, everybody wants to be honest. Well, what are we honest about? Like what I spent on American Express or, you know, <laughs> where I was last night, you know. So I, I think obviously that was one of the single things that hit Steve and I when we were very young that was very important to both of us to just be upfront, and which is different than being honest, being upfront, you know, and saying, you know, different things. So I think we could have a whole, a whole session just on the, the honesty but you know one of the things that um that i i find is that we had in common when we first met is just you know caring for the other person with um knowing in mind i'm going to make mistakes and things are going to happen and that that moral of respecting each other i think for me the respect when we first met for each other and the situations we were both in or the childhoods we grew up in that respect for us for me was very important and so we have that level same level of respect for each other and have continued to, to grow with that i think yeah, I, I think that part of what, you know, what you want to at least explore is obviously your common values that you have, you know, and then probably everyone wants to be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm being kind of general. Everyone probably right, values that. Right, that's what I'm that. saying. There's a lot of levels. There are a lot of levels to it. There's no some things you right. don't have to be exactly honest. Absolutely. Because some he's not same. exactly honest. It's only when I find the Dairy Queen shake cup in the trash can that I find out he's been to Dairy Queen. And that's why I try to never bring it home. And he's never to, good at I, it because I, he can't hide the bag. I mean, how simple would it be? Normally how I eat it at Dairy Queen and be? throw it away at Dairy Queen because yeah. then I'm just, where I'm have you been? I'm going to see it in the trash. I'm going to see it in the trash. Yeah. Did I, you have Dairy Queen today? Nope. No, I'm I like, did Steven, not. Steven, I saw the cup in the trash. Lou! <laughs> Luna! <laughs> no, I'm teasing. But I think that, that the point is, is that if you identify what your values are, to the point of writing them down, mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're looking at it, if you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast and you're actually exploring going into business with your spouse or your significant other, and you're saying, should we really do this? Because there are downsides to it. There's no question about it. You're, oh, yeah. you're making your relationship much more complex. Now, yes. you're also giving yourself some real advantages that you can't even buy if the relationship is solid. But there are there are struggles. It's not perfect. It's not it roses and sunshine all the time for sure. But I mean, looking at your values because it's really important. Like you know, one of the things that, that I value that we talked about <coughs> before we got married, almost forty years ago, um, was that we were. I don't think we said it like this. We were kids. I mean, really, we we're you know young. But 
we kind of agreed that we were going to operate as a unit, you know, that we were going to, we would, we would live together and work together and play together. And, you know, and not that we were together 24 hours a day, but that, you know, we wouldn't go one way, have, she wouldn't go one way and I wouldn't go another on anything. You know, we had to come together and agree on things for the most part, even if we agreed to disagree, you know, we weren't going to go off in different directions. Now, did we always follow it? No. I mean, we made mistakes along right. the way, mostly Dawn, but, um, <laughs> but he wishes. <laughs> but but the point is is that, that we I always valued that you know because we especially when you're together that much you have to operate I think as a unit and that's one of the things I really value is that I know again I know she's going to be there no matter what um, in terms of you know when when things get tough and that's really when you especially in business and in life that's when you need someone to be there yeah and I think one of the things that I, I find that is unusual in some couples is I also I guess this just goes back to the respect but you know we don't make major decisions without each other and not that we've ever had to say there's a limit on how much money you can spend without checking with me or there's a you know booking a trip with your buddies and not telling me or what you know whatever it is we don't make major decisions without running it by each other and I can't tell you how many couples we've talked to that this is an issue you know they yeah. just they, they they think you know they want to be uh, I don't know by maybe I don't I can't even consider making a major decision without asking you um, and then I think there's a, a lot of people who are divorced out there you know I think over 50% and they get into a blended relationship with families blended and they make, they start making decisions by themselves or maybe you've been divorced so long and you're so used to making decisions by yourself and you're not back in that following path of having to, you know, um, get that opinion of the other person before you make a decision. But, you know, if you are out there and that is an, an issue with you, whether it's in business, making a decision or making a personal decision, you know, that's one of those things that I think separates that relationship is because you're not thinking of asking your partner before you make a major decision. So I would just take that into consideration as part of one of your values is, you know, not making a decision because that's not only hurtful for the other person, but it, it, it I think will put a, a huge stress on that relationship because where does it stop? Yeah, that's a good point. I think that where you started, I'd like to pick up um, on, and that's respect. And I think that's another shared value that we have is that, you know, I have always had so much respect for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, and I still do this day more respect than I ever had because I know you better. Mm -hmm. And that's from experience. Um, it's not because I have to because we're married or we're business partners or we're both. Mm -hmm. um, it's just because I've watched you live your life and I've watched you in business and, you know, more than anyone else ever has your whole life. And you know, you're, you're, I just respect you more than anyone in the world. And mm -hmm. I always have, and, and that never changed. And I, and my point of saying that is besides just saying it is I would challenge everyone listening, watching to this till to, before you decide, if you're going to, if you're deciding to go into a business, ask yourself, do you have that kind of respect for, for your partner? Because, and I want to get your take on this as a woman, because I know as a guy, uh, for a lot of years, you know, having friends and stuff and people watching people get married, divorced and in between and mm -hmm. second marriages and third marriages, which I'm not putting that down. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying that um, <laughs> I've had a lot of friends um, get married for all the wrong reasons. Matter of fact, I would say I've had more friends get married for the wrong reasons than for the right reasons. Me too. Wanna, okay, so Me too. yeah. That I, doesn't I, go just for the men. For the women, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you can tell they don't really, when you're talking to them, they, 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 they're attracted to the person. Mm -hmm. um, and that's good. Physically. Physically, mm -hmm. and that's good. And f maybe some other reasons and whatever it is. But you can tell there's a lack of respect. Mm -hmm. And I, that always just frightens me because I'm thinking you're never going to last if you don't have that. 
I mean, because times are going to get tough in business and life and personal life and relationship. Right. You're going to get cyclical. That's just life. You're going to have tough times. I mean, it's just what it is. So can, can you, can you sustain that relationship? Can you handle some resistance? Right. Because you're going to get it. And, 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 and you got to plan for the resistance, not for the good times, but for the resistance. Well, I mean, I think so, too. You have to think about going if you're going or you're thinking about going into business with your partner and you don't have that respect. I mean, I have several more friends, like you said, than that don't respect their husband's work ethic. And I think that one of the values that we didn't even talk about when we first got together was, you know, what's your work ethic and what, you know, how well do you fare under stress and how often do you want to work? And, and if, especially because if you're going to be partners, that work ethic, I mean, not all your values have to match, right? I mean, you have values that I, you know, don't match, I don't match and I have values you don't match, but the main core ones I think you have to, for you to stay in business together. Yeah. And one of them I would discuss before you start start joining that partnership in business is what's your work ethic because if that doesn't match one person's going to be pissed off all the time oh yeah oh yeah because it's because i mean it's- if you set the expectation up like hey you know what i'm working and I, and I do i mean i work a lot but i go steven i'm playing tennis on tuesdays and thursdays right. and you know that's my schedule and that's what i'd like to do and you you agree with it if it's set up ahead of time then you know but if if someone's coming to you and saying i have a strong work ethic and at five o'clock they walk out the door that that's going to create frustration. Then I wouldn't go into business. With I wouldn't that either. Person. I no wouldn't either. Because you're going to break up. Yeah, that I wouldn't. I would either. anything. Absolutely. Because that's one a- thing. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. When, when we were in college, and and I did, I had a scholarship, but um, in college, and so I, I had my, you know, things things paid for, and Dawn did, and she worked her way through. And I think you had some grants or something, mm-hmm. but you still had to, you know, I had to work. Yeah, I had to pay for it. Yeah. She went. She worked at Burger King one year. You worked. This at Burger before King. we had credit card loans that you kids have now. <laughs> yeah, college right, wasn't could, a million dollars. Well, it also wasn't a million dollars, oh but we didn't God. have we didn't have lo- college loans like you guys can get now. We had to apply for financial aid. We would do, yeah, and, oh, and, that's and, right. You did. And, that's yeah, right. I find, right. I've applied for financial yeah. aid. Nowadays, you can get a credit card. Anyone can walk on a campus and get a credit card. So, well, back then, the University of South Alabama is where we went to college together, and it was about, if I remember correctly, it was forty five hundred dollars a year. Yeah, it was a little about two thousand a quarter. It's probably forty five thousand now. I know, I know, crazy, right? Yeah, but I remember Don getting a job at Burger King, and I always felt a little guilty because I didn't. I was an athlete. I was a tennis player and I was, you know, going to school like she was. But she was working and I, I remember picking, she worked at Burger King and I'd, and I'd wait for her in the car. I'd pick her up, you know, when we had our apartment together, well, the second year, mm-hmm. I think we were at school, or third year, second year, I think it was. And I'd pick her up and I'd watch her, you know, sweeping the floor and, and mopping the floor up at Burger King. And then she'd get in the car and she smelled like fries. Always smell, I mean, but fries, I was a man. good mopper. Like, yeah, you were I good, was a good mopper. But you smelled like fries, and I love Burger King fries. I like McDonald's yeah. better, but Burger Kings are pretty. pretty yeah, good. we told that story in one of the earlier podcasts. Where just I, fries. That I mean, was when we were in the you dorm. Know, you couldn't shake yeah. my whole I, car. No, smelled like fries. that was my second. The second year, I was waitressing at Applebee's. Yeah. The first year was when I was at Burger King, and and you guys might remember from our earlier podcast. My girlfriends literally made me undress outside. I had to go to the gym, take my Burger yeah. King clothes off to get up in the dorm room. Because picking it, you up, though. Yeah, and no, because I. Smelled so much like French fries. French fries. They're like you can't walk into our dorm. It was a good smell, like but fries. I didn't smell the whole car. It was crazy. Awful. Awful. But the main point was that you know, besides that, was just that you know, I, I saw her work and I thought, well, you know, I mean, you can't. 
it's hard not to be influenced by watching someone live their life, you know? And I mean, I, not that it was that conscious. I mean, I knew we were going to go into, we, we did, we started a business, what, the, that year that almost. Year. I think mm -hmm. it was that year, right, mm -hmm. together. First year in college. We've been in business ever since. Right. And, you know, but, and we had, you know, we struggled in the beginning and we both worked really hard. Mm -hmm. And Dawn had a job for a while and I had a job for a while <laughs> teaching. Well, a business job, <laughs> business job. <laughs> Well, not a job job. <laughs> okay, I well, for, our audience, uh, for our audience, I getting one a if job I means one. you actually work for someone else. Well, I mean, I had clients, I had customers. You, you were an entrepreneur, Steve. You're, yeah, okay, you're well, I worked. You, I'm not point. saying just because you don't have a job okay. doesn't mean you're not working. You have to criticize me. I'm not criticizing you. I'm supporting your entrepreneurship. <laughs> my feelings. But it's not actually a job. People have jobs. It's a different thing. Okay, all right. Anyway, you, point you're is, a very hard worker. Point is, I worked hard. And, um, you know, so, and I saw that, but, you know, then we went on and on. And then we had our first very large scale success where, you know, we're living in the penthouse apartment on the water and, you know, everything, all of a sudden we had more money around us than we'd ever seen in our lives, which was great because we worked hard mm -hmm. and everything. And then we had to walk away because of ethical issues with partners and all kinds of our story in itself. Mm -hmm. But bottom line is, you know, we went from the penthouse to living in a spare room in my parents' house which is not a huge house it wasn't small but it wasn't huge mm -hmm. 10 by basically it was a 10 by 10 room right say? yeah and we were probably like 30 30 30 30 and we had old. just become from being multi-millionaires yeah. basically to 20s, walking yeah. away and it was it was emotionally a really tough thing but financially literally i was so stressed out when we finally walked away and had to walk away and lose everything we had earned um which was a lot and uh, we walked away and i literally slept i've never done this before since i slept an entire day a night and then a day a whole day like i woke some up some people would call that 24 hours I mean, literally, though. But I, I <laughs> a wasn't... A whole night and a whole day. I wasn't sick. Hours. I was stressed. I mean, yeah. I was stressed absolutely. The most stressed out... That's probably the most stressful day I've ever had in my life because mm -hmm. I didn't know what the hell we were going to do. And I remember waking up, but I don't know, five or six, it's a long time ago, but five or six o'clock and you came home and I said, what are you doing? And she said, I got a job. And I said, you got a job? She said, yeah, I'm working at Applebee's. I got a job. And I mean, that was in one day. I mean, I was just so stressed out because I because of what had happened. It was a whole story. But bottom line is, she, you know, she woke up, went out and got a job. And, you know, we went from she didn't she was waitressing. We were we were living in a penthouse apartment on the ocean. You know, we had millions of dollars in equity in a company. You know, so we, we went from the, you know, the sort of the penthouse to the outhouse kind of a thing, as they say. But bottom line was that didn't surprise me that you did that. Mm -hmm. And the very next day, a couple of days later, I started to look for yeah. teaching tennis and right. got back out. Sure. And finally, I did. You got it faster than I did. But I went out there and got it. And uh, and we both worked. And the point is that we didn't even really think about it. I didn't right. ever question whether we were going to come back. We knew we'd make all the money back, which we eventually did. Mm -hmm. But I knew that she would do that. And that and that in terms of values, um, I tell you, without that, I wouldn't. I I don't think people should be in business. Anymore. I don't either. And just to, to close my part out, what I would do, I would recommend is you know writing down your top five. You know, good, trust, good respect, good, good you know, time management, because time management, some people hate that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't hate it, but I'm disappointed when people aren't on time because I think it's rude and disrespectful for my time. But if that's an important thing to you, write down time management, whatever the value is, you know, right. again, work ethic, write down your top five, get your, your partner to write down their top five and have a, a deep conversation on whether you can connect with both of, with all of those. Yeah. Cause if you don't want to get, just keep thinking to yourself when it gets tough, what does this look like? What does this? partnership look like not when it's good not when you're you know doing well but when it's tough when when they're the stress is just 
off the charts, what does that partnership look like? Does it have the strength to 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 just to, to to resist breaking apart? Mm-hmm. You know, can it handle? How much resistance can it handle? You know, on a scale of one to ten, and I've always been confident that ours could always handle a ten, Me and too. it always has, and it's Me been too. through and it's tested, and it's been tested <laughs> through thirty-five years of doing business in mm-hmm. ten countries around the world, and having offices and employees mm-hmm. and partners and clients and bad deals and good deals and ups and downs and millions and lost, losing millions and making millions. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had some pretty extreme things, not yeah. as extreme as some people, sure, but but certainly for a small business group, uh, right. some extreme things, sure. And I've never never had to question that, and that's that's not something I'm pumping, you know, pumping. Don up with or you know the audience up with um that's that's the way it is so ask yourself right down the top five i like mm-hmm. that's good advice mm-hmm. and just think about these things talk about these things with your with your spouse partner potential partner and uh and see where you go with it because boy that's going to be a real important mm-hmm. one don't i you think? agree yeah probably the most yeah absolutely well we appreciate you listening watching and we'll see you on the next episode okay bye-bye